like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. However you want. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today's episode. In the name of Jesus, open your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 10, the verse number 10 to 13. 1 Kings chapter 10, the verse number 13. I want to speak to you briefly on the topic, uh, the culture of giving. Underneath it, we are using, uh, underneath it is the queen of Sheba's encounter even with King Solomon. The Queen of Sheba's encounter even with King Solomon. In the name of the Lord Jesus, open your Bible, First Kings chapter 10. Make sure you partake in the word of God. Then she, she gave the king 120 talents of gold spices in great quantity and precious stones. Uh, there never again came such abundance of spies as the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Also, the ships of Hiram, uh, which brought gold from Ophi, brought great quantity of almond wood and precious stones from Ophi. And the king made steps of almond wood for the house of the Lord. Take note of that. He made steps of almond wood for the house of the Lord and for the king's house also harps and string instruments for singers and uh, there never again came such almond wood nor has uh, the like been seen to this day may the Lord bless the reading of his word sit down on your enemies head without any apology in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Briefly, we want to talk about the Queen of Sheba's encounter even with Solomon. That is uh, the, in line with the culture of even First Kings chapter 10, the verse number uh, 10 to 13. As we just read, we understood that uh, there was a queen called the queen of Sheba or or Solomon Bible say Solomon Solomon as the queen of Sheba came uh, and so, uh, you know, uh, it, it tells me that 
uh, it is important to also give even when you are going to the presence even of the king now when uh, we, we for the purposes of our studies no you know uh, we, we are talking about giving but we will limit it to the queen of sheba's own and then we will use it as a case study now you be a shian idea you person you shian and then i pay you and say you can queen of sheba you know the queen of sheba was a descendant of ham who was cursed even by his father that is uh, genesis chapter 9 the verse number 25 uh, the queen of sheba was a descendant of ham uh, ham was uh, you know one of the sons of uh, uh, noah uh, who saw the nakedness of his father and then uh, when he exposed the nakedness of his father to his brother his father cursed him you know in the bible when you read the book of genesis the bible says that when man when man disobeyed god god cursed man hallelujah and so when god cursed man man missed his blessing you understand that so we can use the queen of sheba even to stand in the position of man hallelujah Amen. we can use her to liken to man in the place of the garden and then uh, when we talk about solomon you know uh, solomon is a king and the name solomon also originated from the word shilomo uh, which is shilomo uh, s-h-e-l-o-m-o-h uh, but the h is silent which also was derived from the word shalom which is translated peace hallelujah and so uh, solomon's name the meaning of solomon's name is peaceable or peace or one that is perfect are you with me yes. and you and i know that it is it was written concerning the savior that he will be the prince of peace <laughs> even in isaiah chapter 9 the verse number 6 and so we can use solomon to stand even in the place of the savior hallelujah and uh, so he is the prince of peace so he is the lord hallelujah and then the queen of sheba can stand in the place of man hallelujah and so when when the queen of sheba came to solomon and the bible says that he came to visit solomon and brother solomon bible let's see on the near mapping emperor solomon i mean some woods and some things also came the bible says that and solomon took them into the house to he took them to build even the steps when you read the NIV, he says that to support the temple of the lord at that time the temple had already been built they had finished doing the work of the temple and all that but there were still things that needed to be done even in the temple so the gold and the silver the precious stones and the things that the queen of sheba and the uh, king of iran uh, the iran people brought all of them i believe solomon took all of them even into the temple of the lord what is it telling us uh, is telling us that there is a need that we always support the work of God in the house of God. And it also tells us that, you see, we don't come to the presence of the king empty-handed. Are you with me at all? Yes. 
We don't come to the presence or we don't come to the house of the Lord even empty-handed. We don't come before the Lord empty-handed. And so the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 16, the verse number 16, the last part to 17, it says that don't come before the Lord empty-handed. It says nobody should come before the Lord empty-handed, but you will come even with an offering according as the Lord has blessed you. And so we, we, we don't go to the presence of the Lord empty-handed. We come according as the Lord has blessed us, uh, even as the Lord. He said, this is God himself speaking to his servant, Moses, to the people. You see, a lot of people have a problem when we talk about money, when we talk about offering, when we talk about sacrifices in the church. And the mindset of people is that, oh, I suffer a soul who did any idea, you know, they, they want to shut the mouth of pastors up uh, so that they don't talk about money. Mama, you can sit down once and you can come a warm once. You see, this is God Himself speaking to His people. And when you read the scriptures, I'm telling you, I used to think like that too. You understand? I mean, I used to have a problem with going to church back then. Your veggie first offering, your veggie project offering, your veggie ten offering, your veggie way, your veggie say. You see, but all these things, they are scriptural. And the problem with the church today is that we don't learn. And we don't read our Bible. That is why sometimes we tend to follow all these idiots who talk about men of God and the fact that you know, the church wants to chop somebody's money and everything. You see, when you read the Bible from the book of Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 1 through to Leviticus chapter 5, it was just talking about offering, offering, offering. This is God himself commanding and instructing the people. I say, you will bring to me the grain offering. You will bring to me the burnt offering. You will bring to me the guilt offering. You will bring to me the sin offering. And then he went on to say that you will bring to me the fellowship offering. Five offerings in one service. <laughs> this is God himself speaking. Hallelujah. Amen. To his people. I say what the burnt offering never who the fellowship offering, Baba? Who the grain offering, Baba? Who the sin offering, Baba? Who the guilt offering? What sin do you mean to bring guilt to the answer? I was saying, so what do you have for it? But so far, you understand. And so, I mean, and all these things have their significance. Are you with me? And so, you know, uh, the, the, the grain offering was used for the payment of sin. When people sin, you know, they go and they atone for their sin. They pay and then their sins are uh, cleansed. They offer a sacrifice so that their sins will even be forgiven. That is the burnt offering, sorry. And then the grain offering was an offering that was used to show honor and respect. Even to God. 
And the fellowship offering was an offering of thanksgiving unto the Lord. And then the same offering is when you have unintentionally done something wrong and you, 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 know, you realize that you have sinned and all that you go and you offer the sin offering. The guilt offering also is when you are guilty of sin, you will offer a sacrifice. Somebody will say that Jesus Christ has died for us and so why are we supposed to even offer or give offering, you know, in this term and all that. You see, you have to understand that Jesus Christ came to pay a price. Are you with me? Yes. God sent his son to come and pay that penalty and that price of sin even for us. He gave his best. His precious best. And so, all these offerings, you see, instead of we offering all these to uh, uh, pay for our sins and all that, we just use them to appreciate the Lord for what he has done even for us. That is why we still go on to offer these sacrifices even unto the Lord. And so there is a need that, you see, all this, they continue. The offering goes on. We give, we give, we give, we give in support. We give in the work of God. We give to do the work and to promote the work of the ministry. I'm telling you, God is very particular about offering and the kinds of offering that comes to him. He is very, very particular even about Matthew chapter 5, the verse number 23 to 24. Or there's a man making amends and signing the fire offering, and when he amira, the chawal nako. So even in this new, you see, offerings are important. Giving in the house of God is very important. Don't let anybody deceive you. It is very key and it is very important, even in the sight of the Lord. And so Jesus went on to say in the book of Luke chapter. Three, the verse number 38 he says that give and it will be given unto you so there is a need that you give when you come into the house of God when you come to meet the king of kings you see Jesus is the head of the church so anytime we come we should bear in mind that we have come to meet the head the head is not our father the head is the Lord Jesus Christ our father is our high priest even here. He is the head of this church physically. But spiritually there are there are rankings in this one woman ever or so into Jesus Christ or in we should understand that we have come to meet the Prince of Peace, that is the Lord Jesus. We have come, and so everything that we are doing. That is why, you see, I keep on telling people that don't come and lay money on the altar crampled. You are giving it to God. Malachi chapter 1, the verse number 6 down. It says that if I am your father, where is my honor? This is God speaking. God was very hungry. 
He was very angry at the uh, people of God. He was very angry at the priest. A radibu fool, your pan. I said, Sammy, your wet child. A little about the man in a way. I said, Mubanama, the chap, if you pass a passabia, if you are not pass a passabia, two are for you, Is it in the Bible? Where is the projection of your machine spot? Uh, I want you to see it. Hallelujah. So that you won't say that uh, I'm saying something for my. Where is my honor? Six to eight. He says that where is my honor? He says that you come and you offer just anyhow food on my altar. And God was angry even at the priest. This is God speaking. God wasn't there in the flesh even to receive what they were given. Mortal men receive here on earth, but up there it is received by the Lord. Let's stretch our hands and pray for our <laughs> you see, so he, he, he says that animals that are blind, animals that are I see even your governess, your governess are then pleased with this. This is God speaking. And so God is very particular about what you are giving to him. At every point in time, I'm telling you. The Bible says that he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. That is one of the things that caused the sacrifice of him to be rejected. You see, if you lack faith, you can't give God your best. If you lack faith, you cannot believe God even to give back to you what you are giving because he says that give and I will give to you. And you have to understand that anytime God is asking you for a sacrifice, he has your harvest even in mind. And so if you lack faith, you cannot bring God your best. So God is very particular about what we give, even in his house. He's very particular about it. Don't, don't deceive yourself that, oh, I'll bring anything. A lot of the things that we bring on the altar, sometimes they are rejected. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because you can do, you, you can do a five, you can do a ten, you can do a fifty, you can do a hundred. You don't need prophecy for anybody to tell you that come and do this before you do it. You are a baby. You are, you are, you are a baby. I'm telling you. You have not matured yet. So when we come to the presence of the Lord, 
to offer sacrifices on the altar. It is not just anything that we bring to God. The Queen of Sheba carried the best of things and she went and she gave it to Solomon. And it was accepted even in the sight of the man. How much more God? You can't, don't, don't. You, you see, you, you, don't. I've been saying this. You see, if you bring, no, if I'm giving you money, and I've trampled it like it's not the mawa. Does it show respect to you? No. Will you appreciate it? No. You won't. So why do you want to bring God money and you want to squeeze it? If I give you one sin, will you be happy? <laughs> you see, these are things that people... You see, what the devil wants to do is to cripple us as people of God so that we cannot enjoy the full riches of God. And so the devil has signed us and put all kinds of thoughts even in our minds. I'm telling you. You see, when you look at the Jewish culture, the Jewish people, everywhere you go and you find Jewish people, they are very blessed. I'm telling you, they are blessed. There is no Jews, Jewish community that you will find a single poor person. I'm telling you. Because they give reference to God with whatever that they give to him. It's only in Christianity that we take a lot of things for granted. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. And so God is very particular even with we are giving to him. He is very particular in our worship. Our, our sacrifice, our giving plays a very important role. Why must we give even for the kingdom advancement? Why must we invest in kingdom business? Why must we invest in kingdom? The first reason why we give or we, we become kingdom investors is to advance the gospel. To advance the gospel. Zechariah chapter 1, the verse number 7. I say, my cities through prosperity shall be spread abroad. I say, my kingdom through prosperity shall be spread abroad. I say, Sika, Emma, Mejuma, Ebema Mahinieno, Ebema Mishiumatre, Sika, prosperity, money, prosperity. And so you, you have to understand that anytime we are giving, we are giving to, for the advancement of the cause of the kingdom. I mean, you bear witness with in this house. I mean, we are on TV. People from Nigeria, people from all over West Africa, a lot of multi TV. People are watching from all over the place. All of them is money. It involves money. 
And it is a very good thing even to partner with what God is doing. Because he says that go ye therefore into all the nations. He says that preach the gospel. We can't go there in person. But our TV ministry can go there for us. And so when you give, you are expanding and advancing kingdom call. You are promoting the agenda of the kingdom. Anytime you give. I mean, it's evident in this house. It's not some places that when you go and you give, you don't see anything happen. I'm telling you, we are multi, we are on digital. It's a lot of money. Sometimes I'll be there also for somebody who will call me. He said, my own TV is so That's already. <laughs> he has spread the gospel. Are you with me? And people are, when people watch, don't you see people calling and they are coming? And some, I mean, a lot of people get born again. Some of you are now members because you watched us on TV. You watch the church on TV. So your giving helps to advance the cause of the kingdom. The second thing that your giving does. So that there will be abundance even in the house of God. Your giving, your sacrifices, your offering. All of them, your seed, your sacrifice, whatever you call it. For the purpose of our studies, I have categorized all of them under offering. Your offerings to the Lord. Your offerings to the Lord. It helps so that there will be abundance even in the house of God. Acts chapter 4, the verse number 34 to 35. Uh, the Bible says that, and the people, they sold their lands and all that they had, and they brought it to the feet of the apostles. They brought it to the feet of the apostles. And nobody claimed possession of anything. And then, you see, the, no, the, it says that, and everybody had, every, there was proper distribution, and there was no man that lacked any good thing. So when you give, you see, there are some things that you as an individual, you can't go and do them. Are you with me? You can't take care of somebody through school. Maybe on your own. But you and I bear witness that in this house, we take care of a lot of people who are going to school. On Sunday, on Wednesday, the people that we give money to, you have no idea. I'm telling you, a lot of you bear witness to some of these things. You have no idea. And so when we give, there is food enough in the house. We, we are able to help people. The people of God. You, you are, you've been here. We've paid the rents of people. I mean, those who wanted to travel, needed money. Church has helped them buy air tickets, go abroad and all that. I mean, by the special grace of God. So there will be abundance. That is what, you see, when you give, when you give, when you give, there is always abundance in the house of God. So that everybody can enjoy some. Malachi chapter 1, uh, 3, the verse number 8, and even 10. 
He says that shall the man rob God. He says that you have robbed me in your offerings and in your tithes. Ask your neighbor, are you an arm robber? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bless Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> so he says that you have robbed me in your offerings and your tithes. He says that you will bring the tithing even into the house so that there will be abundance. Abundance. In the house of the Lord. Abundance. So that when somebody needs help to pay their hospital bill, there will be abundance to help them. People are going to school, there will be abundance to support them. This and that, there will be abundance even to support them. Your giving also helps to build the sanctuary of the Lord. It helps in the building of sanctuaries even for the church of God. Your givings, the, the, the offerings you are giving, the sacrifices that you are giving, it helps to build sanctuaries even unto the Lord. Exodus chapter 25, the verse number 1 through to 9. And the Lord said to Moses, he says that tell the people to bring their contributions even to me. Let them bring their contributions. And he was specific. Contributions of gold. Precious stones and things. God doesn't like any outings. I'm telling you, if you want to worship God, you must be ready for some things. He says that bring your sacrifices. Bring, let, let them bring their contribution to help promote the work of God. To build the church. I mean this place, I mean, you bear witness, in two years, uh, by the grace of God, it wasn't even up to uh, uh, two years when we started building uh, this whole place to the glory of God. When we uh, acquired this land and all that, all of them for kingdom God, that is what our offerings are doing. It is so, if, if God is looking even in heaven, he knows that you know the 200 you have been given every Sunday, the 100 you have been given every Sunday, the 50 you have been given every Sunday. It is working in kingdom God. You have to stretch yourself. And the Lord said unto Moses, speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly. Your sacrifice is willing. It is not by force. However, if you want to be blessed, <laughs> you gotta give. Say you gotta give. You gotta give. And it says that of gold, silver, brass, blue, and purple, scarlet, of fine linen, not basabasa linen, of fine linen. That is God speaking. So God wants us to give our best at all time to help build the kingdom structures for the church. I mean, in this house, but I mean, you see this beautiful edifice here. Yeah? You see this. Somebody called me the last time. He said, hey, I just said, oh, what happened? I'm sorry, we, we are near Mount Cordelier. 
They say, who name, who name Nehemiah yeah, yeah, I mean, you see, our father, you see, the way the man of God is too passionate about the work of God that even other churches are being blessed. I'm telling you, other churches are getting lands even from this church. We are helping other churches to stand on their feet and all that because it is one God, even though it's many members and different bodies, it is one God and one assignment, and there is no segregation. And even in this house, we help other churches to do a lot of things. To build sanctuaries for the Lord. Exodus chapter 35, that's uh, that place, 4 to 10. The Lord again called. He said that there is a need that we build a tabernacle. Tell the people, let them bring their contribution. So it's our responsibility, you and I, it's our responsibility to build the church of God. To build edifices for the Lord. And you said, you said, you see, see, I died. It's our responsibility. You know that very soon we are going to go all over uh, the country and we are going to bless people. It's our responsibility to partake so into it adequately. Some of this things, they can't power some of the air crusades that we will do. I'm telling you, we need big vehicles. We need this and that. To go out there, to win the loss for the Lord. You are in Accra. You can't go to Koforidia. We will go to Koforidia on your behalf. But your sacrifice has a role that it will play. He says that call upon the people once again. And let them, he says, take ye from amongst the people uh, an offering unto the Lord, whosoever is willing. So it's very necessary for us to be even the temple of God with our sacrifices. You notice that when the woman brought the sacrifice, when the Sycamon woods and all that came to Solomon, the Bible says that he used it to build the house of God. To support, that is how uh, I think the NIV puts it, to support the house of the Lord. And so it's our responsibility, it's you and I. God will not come down from heaven to come and raise money and do some of these things. It's our responsibility. I'm telling you. And the Lord can bless us so much. You have no idea. If, if, if we take some of these things serious. Now what are some of the benefits of kingdom investment? When you invest in the kingdom, it serves as a memorial for you in times of need. Luke chapter 7, the verse number 4 to 6. Uh, the Bible says that a centurion who had a servant that he loved very much, the servant was sick. And when the servant was sick, 
the, the, the Jews, he sent some of the Jews to go to Jesus and tell Jesus to come and heal a servant for him. And then the Bible says that immediately they got to Jesus. They reminded Jesus, they said that, listen, there is a need that you come and heal this one servant because he has built a synagogue for our nation. Because he loves our nation so much. And he has built a synagogue. Even for us. He loves our nation so much. And has built a synagogue. For us. So you're, 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 you're giving your offerings. Even in the house of God. It serves as a memorial. Even for you in times of your need. And because of that, when Jesus had that, Jesus had to leave everything and he had to follow them. Because of what the guy did, built a synagogue for the nation. The Lord had to follow them. What will God stand on to remember you? What, what is the Lord standing on in your time of need? He says he loves our so out of love, not out of compulsion, not out of coming ways. And the first being or down more anymore, my must you see a son died in our home. Yes, so I get born. It was second Kings chapter 20, the verse number one, even to two. The Bible says that in Ezekiah, the man was sick, even unto death. And Isaiah came to tell him that listen, the Lord said you are going to die. Ezekiah turned to the wall and he began to cry out to God. He says that Lord, remember how I have walked perfectly even in your sight. I have walked in your ways and remember all the things that I have done. Remember. So your sacrifices and you and I know that Ezekiah came to even rebuild. He came to strengthen even the house of God, the temple of God even once again. So your sacrifices serves as a remembrance even for you. It serves as a memorial. God looks at it to remember you so that you can enjoy sending blessings. I'm telling you, there is nobody that, you know, uh, has, has given to God or has been a committed giver that the Lord doesn't remember. He says that give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together running over shall men even to your bosom so when you need help when you are afflicted whatsoever the Lord can look at what you are doing the Bible says that uh, Cornelius the other day an angel of the Lord visited Cornelius and he says that Cornelius your prayers and your arm giving it has been heard even in heaven so that, that there is a voice in your sacrifice there is a voice that speaks whenever you sacrifice even your offerings to the lord whenever you partake even in seed sowings and all that even in the lord uh, that, that there is a voice in that 
that connects to heaven and it gives you access to the Lord and the Lord is able to stand on your giving even to remember you anytime you are in need of whatsoever if you can remind God of what you have done even in the house of God he will have no option even to come down to your aid he says that Solomon robbed God he says that you have robbed me in your offerings and in your tithes he says that test me with this and see if the Lord God Almighty if he will not come through even for you and so your sacrifice your offerings they serve as a memorial even for you anytime you are in need it serves as a memorial even for you when you give as well your investment in God's kingdom you receive back anytime you give uh, there is a comeback even to you God makes sure that whatever that you are given you give he gives it back even to you uh, and so he says that give and it shall be given unto you he says that good measure Luke chapter 6 the verse number 36 he says that uh, 38 he says that give and it shall be given unto you he says that good measure press down shaking together running over shall men give into your bosom the next verse says that according it says the same measure to which you give it shall be measured and given back even unto you and so if you are measuring one city even for the lord you have to understand that as you are sowing sparingly you are going to reap sparingly as you are giving scantily second corinthians 9 even the verse number 6 it says that whosoever sows sparingly shall reap sparingly and the person that sows bountifully that person will reap bountifully it is a woman in I'm telling you somebody listen there is a restoration and there is a return there is a comeback even unto God from God even unto you with regards to whatever that you have given whatever money that you have spent even in kingdom call whatever that you have given in the house of the Lord the Lord is able to give it back even unto you it says if you give I will give back unto you if you sow it will be oh my God it says that as the earth remaineth seed time and harvest cold and winter it will not pass oh my God heat and warmth it will not pass if seed time and harvest will not pass if cold and winter is still in existence it means that seed time and harvest it has not passed whatever you saw in the house of God you are going to reap it even in abundance whatever you plant in the house of God you are going to reap it even in abundance and so the writer of Galatians said it says that so whatever you sow whatever you sow you will reap do not be deceived God is not mocked. for whatsoever a man soweth that is what the man will reap and so if you are sowing abundance even in the
the work of God, even in church projects, I want you to understand that your time for harvest is coming very soon. If you are sowing in abundance, even in the house of God, if you are giving in the house of God, if you are supplying in the house of God, your time for abundance is on its way coming. The Lord is about to replenish you with whatever that you are given, even in the house of God. Your sacrifice, your giving even in kingdom investment also brings honor even to God. The Bible said in Proverbs chapter 3, the verse number 9 even to 10, it says that honor the Lord with your substance. It says that honor God, honor God, honor God with your substance and with all the first fruits of your increase and then your bonds will be filled. There will be abundance, there will be plenty of food, there will be plenty even in your basket. If you honor God with your sacrifice, if you honor God with your giving, it says that there will be plenty, there will be abundance, you will get in abundance, you will not get as you gave. God is a businessman and if you give God something, you have to understand that he will pay you back even with interest, he will pay you back even in abundance. And so the apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, the verse number 17, he says that it is not as though I desire a gift even from you, but so that your account may be credited. Listen, there is a bank account in heaven, even for you, as you are given, there is a credit alert that enters heaven even on your behalf. He says that do not store treasures even on this earth where there are mounds and all kinds of things that are able to eat them. But store up richly treasures, heavenly treasures, even in heavenly places so that you can receive even from the Lord. And so anytime you give, just like you depositing in your bank account and some of the banks can give you good interest, that is how your heavenly bank account, as you give, that is how your account is also credited. Uh, can you give me the New King James or NIV? NIV version. It says that as you give, your account is credited. And so there is a credit alert. So woman may a sorry fear. Who yet deposit to? Nidina would savings. Who save Who save Who save Who save Who yet deposit? And the two
or ten thousand or to be tattoo of Yakuma. Now on the panel, a panel of that blessing or to be tattoo of Yakuma. Now Sandy Pano out of nowhere. Now a banner of that blessing or to be tattoo of Yakuma. No Nipana Pana Bishra and Utina Yamube prayer and joy favors even from all kinds of people and sometimes we don't even understand some of us the favors we are enjoying is because some of our mothers and some of our fathers they sowed some seed even on our behalf and as they sacrificed even on our behalf and their heavenly accounts were credited they never had any need even to ask God to give them whatever and so you as their child and even as their daughter anytime you had a need when you called upon God or even a desire in your heart the Lord is able to come and so the Bible said that whatever the queen of Sheba even desired the king gave unto her even in the verse number 13 as she gave to the king the king also gave to her and whatever desire that she had it was given even unto her I don't know what desire you have this morning I don't know the sacrifices that you have made but I came to announce to you that there is an abundance that is coming upon the church of God there is an overflow that is coming upon God's people for every sacrifice that we have given there is an overflow that is coming to us there is a financial abundance that is coming even to us and I hear just like Elijah heard I hear a sound of an abundance of rain that is coming upon this house that is coming upon the givers even in this house the Lord has opened the heavens and he is about to pour his people even a blessing that the church cannot be able even to contain in this season as we give unto God everything that has been hung in the realms of the spirit whatever that the enemy has hijacked that promotion that is due us our real was a buyer for a bonus for we share osuru fence and the osuru shirano we share gune maso enete as you give to the lord there is a blessing that the lord is about to release even unto you if he did it before you are not exempted he will do it in your life david said the other day he said that i have been a child and i have been old i have never seen the righteous even forsaken neither his seed begging for bread you cannot be a better when you are a giver because givers never lack you cannot be a lack you cannot lack every good thing when you are a giver because givers never lack and that is why the lord commanded even the widow of Sarafat. he says that feed my prophet even though the woman was in peril even though the woman didn't have anything but when she gave her last even to the lord by the instruction of god the bible said that she had in abundance even with her and her home and there was abundance 
even for them to eat. Listen, as you give in this season, I get to prophesy and I get to speak over the lives of God's people. I get to prophesy and I get to speak over the lives of God's people under this open heavens that as you have sown, as you have sown, as you have planted, the Bible said, Apollos planted. It says that Paul planted Apollos waters. God causes the increase. I came to prophesy over somebody that all the seeds that you have planted, all the seeds that you have watered, Jehovah is about to bring you increase. Increase is about to fall. Under this open heavens, the Lord is bringing you increase. Increase of financial abundance. Increase of marital abundance. Increase of abundance of job. Increase of abundance of good health. Increase of abundance on every side. The Lord is bringing you increase. Even in the mighty name of Jesus, increase is coming to you on every side. Whatever that you have lost under this anointing, I came to prophesy that restoration is coming to you. Whatever you have lost, the Lord is bringing restoration. For I heard the word of God say that upon Mount Zion, there will be deliverance and there will be holiness and the house of Jacob they shall possess their possession whatever you have lost as you have sown on this mountain of Zion Jehovah is about to cause you even to possess that possession that visa that has delayed that air ticket that has delayed that marriage that has delayed Jehovah is causing you even to possess it right now for he said again that the years that the locusts and the canker worms and the caterpillar and the palmer worms all the years that they have eaten I the Lord I will restore unto you listen restoration is coming now 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 as you gave in the house of the Lord Jehovah is bringing you restoration he is bringing you restoration somebody shall fire rise up to your feet Restoration is coming to us. Divine abundance is here. Divine abundance is here. Jesus. We are going to clap our hands and we will pray. I'm telling you, these things they work. As often, they work. They work. As often, we have given them. Yamao, Yamaka, I remember in 1920 uh, or so when in 2019 when I mean 2018 was a super rough year we entered 2019 hoping that God was going to do something everything messed up and I mean, I had some cash in my bank account. 
And then I was there and the Lord spoke to me. There was a church. There was a church that was looking for a place. And the Lord spoke to me. He says that carry 2,000 and go and give it to the church. Let them use it to rent their place. I carried the money, I obeyed. I went to give to the church. Another instruction came. This one it was a friend of mine. His church, they needed money, sir. The Lord instructed. He said, carry thousand, go and give to them. When I look at my bank account like that, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you something to entice you. I'm telling you. I gave and gave and gave. Every year, I have a specific amount that I try to give to God. I try to challenge myself than the previous year. I gave and gave and I realized that challenge. <laughs> and nothing was done. I thought nothing was working. I'm telling you. See time. It says, so far as the earth remains, see time and harvest. Cold and winter. It will not pass. It will not cease. I'm telling you, I help God to his work. I believe the God of my father, even for a miracle. He has not disappointed anybody who was a giver before. I'm telling you. He has not disappointed, not a single soul. It doesn't happen. In that whole year, I didn't really see anything. I'm telling you. But I heard the voice of the Lord again. And the Lord said, I am going to push you into a season of abundance. And I posted something on my Facebook page. Those who follow me I posted a picture. I was standing by my white car. And I said, 20. Uh, started from 2018, how the year had been rough, but 2020 coming back because I heard the voice of the Lord. And I'm telling you, if there was any good year, if there was a year that I saw the hand of God, it was the beginning of 2020. God began to move. I'm telling you. The Lord began to move. Connections were being restored. Monies were coming from all kinds of places. I'm telling you, the Lord began to bless like never before. In that season, somebody took me to a shop, bought me a suit. And when we were buying the suit, I said, this one, so somebody bought it for me by the grace of God. And I'm looking sweet like that. <laughs> the guy took me to the shop. I'm telling you before the Lord, 
I don't really that. It was somewhere thousand five thousand two thousand. The green suit I wear, normal suit like that. I'm telling you, it's not bad now. The person bought the suit for me. Put me on the buyer shit. This is a lot of things begun to happen. That same season, somebody bought me a watch. Six hundred dollars. I'm telling you. I, there's a simple blue watch that Bruno Madness is, is a designer. I'm telling you. A lot of good things began to happen. Money here, money there, money everywhere. Money in the bank. <laughs> Listen, you might not be seeing anything now, but God has your harvest in mind. <laughs> and the Lord is about to bring you a person to enter another realm of supernatural financial breakthroughs. I'm telling you, we are going to pray. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. In this week, I, I, I have seen testimonies, but this week, the kinds of testimonies that I have seen, it has overed me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. In this week, somebody who prays with us from the states, the person's debt. First one, sixteen thousand dollars. Cancelled. I'm telling you. On Monday, after we prayed, just after the prayer and fasting, the sixteen thousand dollars. The money cancelled. On Thursday midnight, while we were praying. While we were praying by the special grace of God, a milk came through again for somebody. And eight thousand dollars death. It was also cancelled. We are talking about money here. Twenty-four thousand dollars in one week. I'm telling you. The kinds of things that God is doing in this season, you have no idea. It's a season of abundance. Listen, we are going to pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There is an open. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-